to How Rude, the exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. My name is John Pernasek, and to my immediate right is my lovable co-host, who will introduce himself now, Brandon Shockney. That's right, and together Brandon and I are just a couple of rude dudes, rude dudes, we're We're just just a couple of rude dudes. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) I went full hog, and I'm not ashamed. All right. You ever gone full hog, boy? <laughs> to our immediate left <laughs> is our no, I honorary. I just watched that. You guys didn't, don't have to introduce me. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just watched that. But for how long? Uh, longer than I'd like to admit, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been watching this hog sketch for 40 full minutes. Full hogs were rude dudes. <laughs> full hogs is not a bad name for a podcast. Not, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's about. It would be just watching cute piglet videos, I think. So it's a video today, podcast. Today on Full Hogs, we have a really fun thing from a farm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's play it. <laughs> this is a mama pig giving birth to a little baby pig. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog. Oh, the old, the old, the the old hound dog's acting as a nursemaid. <laughs> <laughs> and here for the midwife, a duck. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to introduce yourself okay. now. You are our honorary rude dude for the week. And yes, who are you? I'm Phoebe Stonebreaker and uh, rude dude for life. <laughs> Stonebreaker. R-D-4-L. Does everyone, does everyone like, I'm sure you've heard that before, that your last name sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. Or I've never heard Lord of the Rings. No, but I, I like Something that. epic like, I am Phoebe Stonebreaker. I also get that there, there was a football player in the 80s. Or 90s or someone who had the last name Stonebreaker. Oh, man. Who's throwing those references at you? Old dude. Oh, I was about to say, no, thank you very <laughs> <I know>. much. <laughs> like, people where I'm like, do you know my dad? <laughs> did I, did I hear that name. right? Oh, come here, you. <laughs> <laughs> you like football? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You sit on my lap. No. <laughs> no. You ever going full hog? Today we are discussing the episode Lovers and Other Tanners. We did some research. I was convinced this was a play on some sort of phrase. I don't think it is anymore. Unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed. Well, if it's just an original title, it's a weird one. Lovers and Other Tanners. Our content team continues to pursue information. I don't know. Please tweet at us, guys. Please tweet at us. <laughs> yeah. My Googling was not sufficient. Mm-hmm. I would be a bad researcher. Across three people, we couldn't figure couldn't out if this was... Because a lot of the episode titles are like pretty clear plays on pretty clear phrases. Yeah. Don't put the horse before the tanner. Too many tanners in the basket. <laughs> the grass is always tanner. It's all that outdoor that imagery. <laughs> Watching moss. Moss never... Something about a stone gathering no moss. Yeah, a stone, a tanner gathers no moss. A watched pot never gathers moss. A watched pot. That's like we gotta refocus. I think that that's an interesting thing though with sitcoms is like how you decide to name the titles. Like Friends is so well known for like the the one with blank or yeah. Um, Make it easy on yourself. I do something like that. Yeah. As opposed to, I wouldn't want to be the guy cranking out the episode titles every fucking season. I know. Like Scrub, focus on the plot. Scrubs does that because yeah. I'm re- I'm rewatching all of Scrubs. Scrubs does my something, mm-hmm. my blank, mm-hmm. my blank. Scrubs doesn't hold up very much. Really? I it's thought little, I tried to tell you it's that it's a little sexist. Oh really? Yeah. Because it it's all through Zach Braff's viewpoint. Yeah. 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 And like every female character that comes on the show, Zach Braff's character's like, I just want to fuck her. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's that convention do. of, yeah, the befuddled man who thinks women are like unknowable. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, women are just so confusing. And it's like, no, we need to be done with that. Because if you just took a little time yeah, to treat this character as a real human. Yeah. Like, as if the blood like, isn't flowing directly to your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'd have some more brain power. 
that was a, I feel like a big theme in like 90s and even like early 2000s mm-hmm. sitcoms and film. Like, I think that's part of the reason why Game of Thrones is like, I love it so much. I hate violent shows, but I'm like, oh my God, these women are real. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. very exciting for me. They have thoughts beyond, how can I make that man mine? Or, oh, that man. I know. Oh, how am I going to make him happier than he was yesterday? <laughs> there, there were two thoughts that women characters had in... <laughs> Movies in the '90s and early 2000s. It was, ooh, that man. That was the big, like the first <laughs> act of the film. The second act was, wait, that man. Yes. That's the yeah. second act, and the third is this man of mine. <laughs> that credits. <laughs> Classic film so structure. True. Yeah. Phoebe, so how did you grow up with Full House, if at all? Did you? Was that a part of your life? Yeah, I watched Full House uh, for sure. I feel like my family. My father talks about how, like, a Midwestern... I grew up in Chicago, and a Midwestern family, he says, stereotypically, like, Thanksgiving Day, you sit around in the living room. You don't really talk to each other. And, like, you're watching TV. And I feel like that was a lot of my life was just, like, communal sitting. And so if Full House was on, like, my sister really liked it. We watched it. A lot of football watching. Mm -hmm. Um, So it wasn't, like, something I followed closely. I think the first TV show I ever followed was Friends. So yeah, the, that idea of if something important needs to be said, we'll say it. But hey, guess maybe. what? Maybe. <laughs> maybe but for people, now, everyone be quiet. Maybe the people on <laughs> yeah. TV will say it for us. Maybe the TV will say what well, we cannot. Yeah. And, and we we'll can never. just, they say it on the TV and then we just look at one another. That was like a real thing though. Like, <laughs> I, I think, I don't know. Can we go to this episode now? Of like oh, the, sure. Uh, DJ has this like very strong love interest and kind of loses her interest in or responsibilities in, in the rest of her life. That would have been a thing where I could totally see my mom like sitting there watching it and being like, girls love, right? And I'd be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? She would just throw a little thing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she would go back to like peeling her grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> girls love. Am I right? <laughs> Mother? Nope, I'm done. For the next two hours, gotta eat my grapefruit. Just me and grapefruit. Phoebe, <laughs> <laughs> please. I was gonna ask you to give uh, just a quick summary of the episode, but that's that what you just said, that whole idea of DJ sort of losing her way, according mm-hmm. to the show. She's got that boy in her life. Yeah. Th- that man. <laughs> oh, that man. Wait, that man? That man Actually, of mine. If you think about it, that's the that's the arc that Danny goes through in regards to Steve. Totally. Ooh, that man. Ooh, that boy. Wait, that boy? Wait, that boy? Oh, uh, that boy am I. Yeah, it's Ooh. totally like uh, this idea that like the dipshit dude. Ooh, can I swear? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do radio edits so it'll sound like that dipshit. <laughs> yep. That is like all idiot guys are really, you just got to know them. You got to see them the way that the girl loves them sees them. Oh, like, man. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's the convention of... Dad's too protective, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. He's such a doofus, or is like it's that weak sauce sort of thing. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. We all have good intentions. I'm like, yeah, I guess if all of your characters are like 2D stand-ups from a fucking Fye store in Nebraska. <laughs> well, some people appreciate weak sauces if they can't handle spice. <laughs> okay. Well, well. Oh, mother! <laughs> mother! You know you are like no other. But this food you serve to me is too spicy, I say. You're like, I think your perception of men is like, if it's not spicy, it's a Carolina gold. <laughs> like, what? Like a what does Car- that mean? Have you ever had like Carolina gold barbecue sauce? No. Oh, it's very sweet. It's very, it it's golden spicy. colored. I feel like it's exactly like this, like... <laughs> The man you bring home is a Carolina gold. (laughs) You can put him on your ribs and it'll be sexy. (laughs) Ooh, he sticks to your ribs. The idea of a gold-colored sauce. But like not that's like Crayola yellow. What if it was like straight up gold color? (laughs) Like hot melted gold. Ooh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Pour it on the chitlins. I'm just saying. This is digestible for a lot of people, this concept. So we shouldn't look down on people who think this sort of storytelling is meaningful. That's right. I hate this podcast. They don't even like the show they reviewed. I did. Have I, some respect. <laughs> I think the, no, no, no. The overall message was awesome of like, you should, you can have love and, but you also have to have 
your life right. and like respect yourself <clears throat> within it is awesome. But the idea that love is just this like feeling of like, don't think, do you love? Don't think. It's bullshit. Like you can't pick a partner based on like, don't think girl. Don't think. Oh. When you tell someone to not think, it's because you have an agenda. Yeah, right? <laughs> Don't think. The only way to tell know me what for I want sure to that someone loves you is to surprise them with it. So what What do you mm. like to do? Yeah. Do you love me? Quick. Hello? Not yet. Thank Oops. You, thank Sorry. You. I wasn't thinking. Thank I shouldn't yeah. have said anything. Thank you for being honest, though. You're welcome. Do it to me. Do you love me? <laughs> eh? You thought about it too much. No, my gut is telling me, eh. <laughs> Brandon, we can't talk about this episode in full without first talking about a little thing called what? The cold, cold, uh, cold, uh, cold uh, open. 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 <laughs> I wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> cold Dude. open. Phoebe, you are a part of this. Uh, so the cold open is uh, Michelle is planting seeds in little like is it like milk cartons, the little milk cartons, um, which I never did as a kid, but it apparently is a thing where you like put a little dirt in there and you have it in your milk carton, you sit on your windowsill and you put seed in there and then you put some water in it and you watch it grow. Uh, and so she's got one for peas, she's got one for tomatoes, she's got one for. I think she had broccoli, which is actually very hard to grow from seed. I so. would think. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, I I actually um, plant a lot. I use I use eggshells though instead of milk cartons because they're oh. biodegradable. You oh. use eggshells and you just put like a really small amount of dirt inside the eggshell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just so they don't ultimately need that much room like at the beginning. And do you like transfer them after a while? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes it sense. Prevents transplant shock, <clears throat> which is a big thing if you're Michelle doesn't know plots. shit about transplant shock. Yeah, she's an idiot. <laughs> Where do you grow them? In my apartment. Do yeah. you grow? Other plants. Yeah, I have Wink. a. I have a. Oh, Wink. Oh, I got it. We're talking about drugs. Do you grow a little plant called <laughs> Dave's Not Here Man? <laughs> uh, no, no, I haven't. I heard that it's pretty easy though to like get the seeds from. I just have never tried. Broccoli is harder than Dave's Not Here Man plant. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Exactly. So why is broccoli so hard? I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Certain plants are just harder from seed, and you want to do it from a cutting. It's the most okay. stubborn of vegetables. So Michelle is destined for some level of failure or uh, disappointment. She, okay. Well, we haven't finished the review of the cold open. She clearly was an idiot planter. Yeah. Yeah, because she takes. She's uh, taken her for her final plant. Uh, she's planting some M and M's. Uh, M and M's. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe for a second they were Skittles, but no, you're no, right. She just said dessert. Tree, and then I think it was M&M's. Why would you ever plant Skittles when you can plant M&M's? Everyone here likes M&M's more than Skittles, right? Yeah, yeah. if I'm going to munch on one or the other, I'm going to munch on M&M's. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm like, maybe a peanut M&M? I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd actually or almond a, M&M's, a peanut. Those are hard to come by. Mm, yeah, I haven't heard of those in quite some time. They're still around, if you know what it like. Well, what, is, what does old Steph have to say about this whole planting scheme? She's like, oh, come on. You can't grow M&M trees. The delivery is about as uh, static you and might, halting as what You might as well in. grow <laughs> m- 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 money. A money. I think she said, tree. like, you might as well plant a nickel and get a money tree. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's a good idea. Very, very, like, so she's, She stumbles to her piggy bank. <laughs> stumbles drunkenly. And then stumbles back <laughs> and starts to shake it. But clearly they didn't, like, put any actual coinage in the piggy bank. Also, that's not... Wait, me. why is that obvious? Because nothing comes out. Nothing, well, well but nothing she's also co- turning it upside down out of the coin slot yeah, instead nothing of is the part gonna, where you open it and take it out. There's little, nothing that's going to come out of that little, slot. You unplug uh-huh. that little pig. But did you actually think that, like, a coin could come out of that slot it if could. you turn... I really don't think the odds of that happening... If it can go in, it can come out. Is that how you like to think of your sex life? <laughs> There's something about this piggy bank that like is definitely an innuendo here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like once it goes in, it never goes out. <laughs> I don't think you could open up that piggy bank. I think that's one of those you got to break it. Why would that? Why was that ever a thing? I don't know. Why I think it's the stupidest thing in the world could, that you had to smash. I don't know. Maybe it was to keep people <clears throat> from. Because, like, if you had a plug on it, you wouldn't build up coinage. You would just be the like... The idea is you're supposed to save. So mm, it's supposed to it, save. It encourages saving. For example, so I have I'm, a Snoopy bank just over there in that in that cabinet over there. He is quite full with change to the point where I almost... He's wood-stocked. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. 
Ah! And that was the cold open. Ooh, cold, isn't it, Brandon? Yeah. Join me. Join me. <laughs> Do your job. Uh, well, the, the first thing we see is Becky singing some creepy song to her children because we just want to enter the world. Hey, why be in a rush to tell a story? Let's enter the world. Let's live happening with these today? characters. Yeah. Live with them amongst then who comes down the stairs and step one two? I have my little antenna and my stripey. Yeah, so we have we have Michelle appearing in it's a honeybee day. She's and this is what's so crazy to me that this is like been a thing that has been in the show since its beginning. Yeah, the honeybees. The honeybees have been around. Yeah, were either of you ever in the Scouts? No. I was a brownie for a year. Uh, and worse, I was an Indian princess for much longer. Wait, that's a th- like a title you can hold? Yeah, have you guys never heard of Indian princesses? <laughs> it is, um, it's awful. My, I had it like a name and it was Pink Rabbit. This is awful. This is awful. It's so awful. It's a father daughter Girl Scouts thing. Oh, Um, and it's like wait, I have heard of this. mm -hmm, You go like camping together, and you have meetings where you sit Indian style. It's like so. This is a subset of the Girl Scouts. It's not a part of the Girl Scouts. It's not associated, but it's a very similar thing, except for it's father daughter. So, and then out of all of the girls, Pink like rabbit. one one kid gets like the title of Indian princess. No, 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 no. Indian all, princesses is like the all, name all. equivalent. We're all Indian princesses. We're and all members one, of the nobility. Each one gets a color and an animal. Okay. To become Pink, their Pink Rabbit. I Can you remember other names of other girls? I can't. Pink, I can't. I was Pink too young. My father Pink hated rabbits. it. So to bring it back to Full House. Pink bunnies are what covered well, the yeah. wallpaper that covered uh, yeah. Jesse's okay. room. I don't think there's, <laughs> there's this isn't a coincidence. No, I think it might be. No, I'm a plant. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Blue Duck. Hello, Blue Duck. I am Pink Bunny. Yeah, Rabbit. Pink Rabbit, I think. Okay, Pink Rabbit has a little bit more of like a adult maturity to it. Uh-huh. I have no bunny. But this was like a. I think there's a male equivalent because wasn't that a um a JTT movie? Right. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, one? that's yes. one where Chevy Chase plays like his stepdad. Uh, you don't know Jack or Hit the Road. Excuse Jack? me. No. First of all, neither of those are the. Title. I think it was Man of the House. Man of the House. Is but his name's it. Jack. Yeah. I remember that because the song is. I like how Hit you. The road, Jack. Don't come back. Use but you that want the movie to be called him. You Don't Know Jack. Which makes it seem as if it's about his story. No, this movie's truly about Chevy Chase's character. You don't know Jack, but this movie's gonna tell you. You don't know Jack. That's, uh, that's like a, a video game, computer game. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I, I, was, I was not in the Boy Scouts, but I went to. I had friends that were in it, and they invited me to come out during. Come like, out. They, they would Brandon, have, we invite you to come They had like an, ex- an exercise day. So like a day where you just like do are you talking about? Uh, physical activity stuff with the Boy Scouts. Man. So you can invite friends. So I went and then I remember Sounds the bad. only thing I remember about this story is. Because uh, I blacked out. Is that I, I hung out with them, but I had to hold uh, the feet of someone who was doing sit-ups, but I didn't know. And he farted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just had to sit there. I didn't know him. And he was just Blurr. like. And just continue to do sit-ups. Oh, no. I was like, I, I never want to Can be. we get that fart better for the mic? Yeah, there we go. And then I was like, I never want to be. a gentle fart. Yeah. My dad was in the Scouts, and at one point my mom and dad like came to me, sat me down, like made a big deal out of it, which was their first mistake, and they handed me the pamphlet for Boy Scouts. A pamphlet? Yeah, it was like just sort of like explaining like, hey... It's like this Boy Scout camp that you could go to over the summer, and it's like sleepaway camp and all this stuff. And I remember just freezing up and being like, no, no. But John, you'll finally be, be able to socialize with kids your age. No. <laughs> Was John, were you one of those kids that like, my best friend is the old man next door. He tells me about the war. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. My best friend was uh, me, and I stayed inside. Got it, got it, got it. No going outside. No, thank you. No. I also just assumed that because I was not a Boy Scout-type kid naturally, it would have been bad to try and, like, force that. Yeah. Either on my end or their end, because mm-hmm. I think those kids would have just eaten me alive, and Over I would have Over the next three months, it. we'll unlock your inner Boy Scout. Ugh. <clears throat> uh. There it is. It's me. Yeah. 
Ten-year-old John. You want to carve something, John? <laughs> what? I already fashioned yeah. this arrow out of your bones. <laughs> what? My butt? What? <laughs> it's Jelly John. <laughs> I've written your whole childhood for you. Jelly John was the boy I used to be. He had no bones. He had no bones. But then he took the bones he needed. Uh, so, yeah. We mentioned this, but yeah, the whole thing for Jesse this week is that Jesse is sicky, sicky, icky, icky. And he has to do the first uh, recording of their new radio show. The Rush Hour Renegades. Rush Hour Renegades. It's oh a terrible name. It's a terrible what name. What do they do? Is Why it comedy? Why would it be like, yeah. like, guys, it's Rush Hour, but we're bringing down the man. Renegade. Like, renegade. Yeah. Somehow we're like getting you. Th- it's that thing like we're getting you through that traffic jam with the fucking. It's that Jesse element of a little bit rock and roll, but then Joey comes in and he makes you laugh. So he plays That's rock and roll show. and they make jokes in between. This yes. is the show. I mean, it's not the worst. I mean, what can you really do with like a shock jock type? programming slot there's not much yeah. you can do it's not like podcasting you like you only have a certain podcasting where the possibilities in. are endless endless endless, endless. <laughs> <laughs> yes. but i think what was interesting is uh, my impression was that it was the middle of the day which would not be rush hour yeah when they eventually get to the station i don't really understand what the fuck time it is no i assume that you would either do it at Fucking six in the morning to right. nine, or fucking four thirty until seven. I I don't fucking know. The, the woman who runs this radio station or sort of works there too uh, has come back, and we did a little bit of research on her, and we were delighted to find what Brandon. Yes, uh, what is her, her name? Her name is Hillary Shepard. She was in the yeah the Mary Kate Nashley movie. Or TV show, So Little Time. Is it a TV show or a film? Oh, it's a TV I think show. It's a TV really? Show. Oh, I'm thinking It Takes Two. So Little Time, she was on that. So I she's, think It Takes Two is a film. Yeah. She, she was Date with Sock Puppet on that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Date with Sock, sock puppet. puppet? Yep. Do you know what it is? I have total confidence this is what this is. Their dad in the TV show goes on a series of dates, and it's a montage, and it's bad dates. So mm-hmm. one of them is like wearing a leather jacket, which means she's, she's too yeah, she's mm-hmm. too masculine. Okay. And oh, then yeah. another woman is like a dummy, mm-hmm. and she's like a too dumb. And then, and the, then the third, third one is cuckoo because mm-hmm. she's got a sock puppet. Mm-hmm. Got it totally. If that's not what it is, I'll fucking eat a sock puppet. <laughs> probably her her most recurring role and probably most famous is she plays Diva Tox on Power Rangers Turbo. Power Ranger or Turbo colon a Power Rangers movie, and then twenty episodes of Power Rangers Turbo and five episodes of Power Rangers in Space. She was in I Don't Buy Kisses Anymore. We don't need to get the whole. I don't buy kisses anymore. Is this a children's movie about porn? No, it looks like a bad rom com where she probably plays. Is she the lead? Bernie Fishbein is overweight. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> okay, get your posture up so you he can He stops at the life. neighborhood store to buy some chocolate kisses every day. Oh. This is where he meets Teresa Garibaldi. Then they take the same bus route every evening. Teresa invites Bernie to see her play piano at her father's restaurant. <laughs> it is here that she gets him to join a gym. What is this log line for this film? What is the rest of know. it? I gotta uh, know the rest. I have to keep going? Oh, and... Uh, Jason Alexander is Bernie Fishbein. Maybe he. I bet you that like Hershey's paid for this film to be like, let's promote our Hershey Kisses. Mars Bars was like, gotta get in on that. Yeah. Um, but she plays Ada Fishbein, so it sounds like maybe Jason Alexander's daughter. Daughter. <laughs> what the fuck? What year was daughter? Nineteen ninety-two. I'm playing Jason Alexander's daughter. I'm forty plus years old. <laughs> what is happening to me? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, well, thank Sorkin's you for thank you for giving us a very <laughs> thorough I rundown of her resume. Don't buy kisses anymore. We I, can watch it right now on Prime. I want to hear the rest of the logline, though. Read the rest of that. Oh my god! I want to know um, what happens. Is she like that? Man. Teresa is in college and gets the idea to write about Bernie's weight problem for her thesis. She's in college. She does this without telling Bernie. Meanwhile, Ooh, Bernie is falling in love things. with Teresa and vice versa. That's the end. That's the end. Yes. And then I've decided they find to write out about, about the my thesis. thesis. Mm. And then he gets angry. It tears the relationship apart. I was just a thesis and to then, you? Yeah. A stupid thesis? 
This is not a real poster. <laughs> this is not a real poster no. for this movie. That is someone who went on paint. <laughs> paint. Brought in the picture and then just pressed the text button, that the little T. And uh, it was typed out. I don't buy kisses anymore. And then they sent it to their friend and was like, remember this? And their friend responded via email, yes, I do. So that radio plot doesn't really go anywhere. Not no. much is going on with It's that. just funny to watch. A lot of physical comedy on uh, this episode. Uh, we have a writer Be- Between that, the two of them, Joey yeah. and Jesse. And also and, the wrestling and, scene. And, uh, Correct. Yeah. Uh, this is a writer that I feel like I have not seen in the credits before. So I think it's like a new writer. Was Joel Zwick. Um, yeah, something like that. No, his last name was like Abramowitz or some yeah, such thing. Yeah, Joel Zwick, yeah. of course, directed. Jeff he directs Franklin all. and Jay Abramowitz. That's what it is. Don't think that because this writer's here and that there's some like decently uh, delivered physical humor. Don't think that this is a necessarily well-written episode. This isn't the worst episode we've seen no. by a stretch, but I, I don't want to give the impression that maybe we're hopeful that the show is going to get better. No, no. I, I, I just... Uh, <laughs> no! no. I, I think uh, there is... It's just interesting to see like this reliance on physical comedy when that's not been an aspect of the show that's really been prevalent right. before. Jesse is so zonked out on four fucking ambience and a bottle of cough <laughs> syrup because he's so sick that he starts throwing his entire body forward and his head is going to crash into the into the radio counter. Whoa! I better put this teddy bear right where his face is. Perfect yeah. timing. Yep. Abbott and Costello, fuck, fuck yourselves. yourselves. You shitbirds. You're no Jesse Joey. Who needs three stooges when you got two, two right, right here? here. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was really impressed by John Stamos's slump out of the chair. Uh, I was in like a short film where they were like, okay, you're so drunk, you like slump out of the chaise lounge, I believe was what was written. Ooh, <laughs> how specific. True. It's very specific. One must be specific in the stage directions. Of course, of course. <laughs> And uh, it was, it's hard. It's like hard to look like you're jelly. And John Stamos, not bad. Well, because I think in that gag and the one where he falls forward, you have to have some level of inhibition and just ability to like let go. But you have also that fear of like, I don't want to like randomly bash my head against the wrong thing. Yeah. But you wouldn't do that for your art? I mean, I would, I would try it as best as I could and see what came about. That's right. Uh, what do you think that you would have any fears, Brandon? No, be able not, to... not for my art. Brandon, throw yourself off this building <laughs> into that truck of uh, hay. Are cameras rolling? Yes. Action. <gasps> Great job, Brandon. Oh, by the way, we can't pay you. But my art. <laughs> We're thinking that the, your character is not really necessary because there's another character in the film that sort of has... You're going to cut me? Yeah. Yeah, but hey, at oh, least your my, broken bones are for art. It's my co-director. Yes, hi. Did you break any bones, by the way? Yes. Okay, good. I'm suing the shit out of both of you. That, Don't worry, art pays for medical bills. Oh, I didn't know that. Good thinking telling him that. Thank you. Drive that uh, truck of hay away with Brandon in it. <laughs> Where do you want me to take him? I don't fucking Ooh, care. This hay's yummy. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'm a little horse boy clip clop. Maybe I'm a little horse boy clip clop. <laughs> Your utter disgust at the very idea. Um, so yeah, that radio, that radio thing only serves to really bring us to uh, JoJo Ogogo, the segment where we do the impression of the Joey impression. And he trots out one that we haven't heard yet, and it's yeah. his thoroughly D-minus Rodney Dangerfield. So we're going to go around, and we're going to try and see if we can do a better version of Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. And of course, what is the classic phrase of Rodney Dangerfield? No respect. No respect at all. No respect. No respect at all. That's yeah. exactly what it is. <clears throat> Brandon, would you like to... You rolled up your sleeves. You pushed him up. I told you, I don't... <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yogi hold Bear on. is in the room. <laughs> Well, Yogi Bear, I think, is doing a version of Rodney Dangerfield, though. <laughs> you think that the character Yogi Bear was inspired by Rodney Dangerfield as opposed to the baseball player Yogi Berra, which is yes. what it's based on. Uh, yes. yes. My theory, says Brandon, yes. is more feasible. I tell you, I don't get no respect. No respect at all. <laughs> oh, I tell you, no respect. No respect at all, I tell you. <laughs> I don't get no respect. 
respect. No respect at all. It's a gypsy. It's a gypsy. Look into this ruby. <laughs> what is your fortune? A respectful one. I don't know. <laughs> the, the wolfman left behind this bloody shekel. I think I think John won that round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could be in Rover Dangerfield. You ever see Rover Dangerfield? Yeah, it's a It's an animated animal movie where Ronnie plays a dog named Rover and he wears a little red tie that he does this with. He adjusts it. Oh. He sings a song called I Never Do It on a Christmas Tree. By it he means pee. I never do it on a Christmas tree, I tell you. I tell you. If you paid attention to the end of the last podcast, you would have heard me slapping Brandon a second time. And ever since then, Brandon has threatened, and he was he will follow through on this threat, that he will slap me two times, but only when I least suspect it. And he said it would never be on the show, so you'll never hear it on the show. I'll just have to report in the future if it's happened. But let's talk about the truly important plot. We talked about it a little bit up top. Okay. And it's this whole thing about DJ is so lovestruck that her world is crumbling and she doesn't even realize it. A C on a history exam, I believe. Yeah, and in a class where she was pulling straight red A's, man. Straight red A's. Those A's be red. Yo, they're hot. That sees yellow, man. She uh, is supposed to be picking up Michelle from uh, her after her honeybee Honey meeting, bee. and of course she forgets because she's doing Buzzed homework. On love. She's doing homework with Steve. She's been stung by the by love bug. <laughs> by love. It's pretty good. She's wearing a hideous orange blouse, peach blouse. peach thing. But only because Steve thinks it brings out the color in her eyes. Mm-hmm. And Danny bought it for her. Yeah. Like, I thought you hated that. I bought it for you. And she's like, I do hate it. But I Steve, do hate it, but, but you Steve. don't finger me. <laughs> <laughs> you think, Sorry, you think Pops. They're at that, you think they're at that point? Well, Steve, Steve makes the reference to the roomy back seat of his car. True, true. That, that could just be making out and heavy petting. Well, when they kiss... In front of us, in the context of the show, they always seem to be very far away from each other physically. Mm-hmm. Like, their heads come together, but they have their bodies at a great distance. That's how you kiss. Yeah, you never... It's only... It's, it's lips a, a. Only... It's A way. A way. To kiss. <laughs> to kiss. No, that's the only... You never bring what? your body up against the body of another no. person. No! <laughs> Her boobs? <laughs> Those... What are those? Those beautiful globes? <laughs> what are they? What are they? <laughs> I'll tell you your fortune, okay? I'll tell you your fortune. It's Christopher your... Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, All right, I, I discovered the new world. It's just south of the border of her chin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just found the Crescent Valley. Oi! Crusted Valley? No, no. Crescent Valley. Oh, thank God. Crusted. <laughs> like, uh, what do you think? Welcome to the like? Crescent Valley. <laughs> You better take care of that croissant or it's going to get crusty. Speaking of that car, DJ doesn't even want to save up money for a car anymore because why bother? Her man has a car. Beep, beep. Yeah, and that was the whole point why she wanted to get good grades was apparently she wanted, if she got good grades, then she could get a part-time job and then she could get a car. Just like, She's just shirking. get good grades. A to B to, get to C. Grades. But why do that when you can jump straight to C? Right? Mm. And it is delicious. Why go from A to C when you're already getting that D? Ooh, let's be real. Oh, God. Honeybees. You went back to B. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Danny's getting progressively more irritated, and it's pretty clear that he's looking for a reason to put the kibosh on this whole relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when Michelle isn't picked up and Michelle comes in and she's like, you did to pick me up, you bitch. <laughs> Danny's like, perfect. DJ, I forbid you. From seeing Doesn't Steve. Doesn't he know that that will just propel I know. a teenager even further? Well, in the time, it couldn't be worse because Steve... DJ sets Steve up by saying, like, Oh, isn't it fun how Becky loves her children so much? I love, love, don't you love things and people, Steve? He's and like, then he erases his paper so hard and in the middle of it goes, I love you! Because men have a hard time. He's imagining that eraser is his dick. (laughs) And he's like rubbing rubbing it. it. (laughs) He's rubbing it down to a nub? Yeah. Why would he want to do that? That's how you... That's how you do it. Stop bringing your weird (laughs) proto-religious faith. That's how you you masturbate. (laughs) That's how you masturbate. 
It's how you masturbate, baby. You just take a sheet of lined paper and just gently graze it atop. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I imagined the edge of the paper. Oh. oh. I thought that's what you thought. Oh, I hate this. I hate this. Oh, I hate this. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Whew. All right, let's change gears back to it. Nervous dick of like scooping his I'm hair a, behind his ears. I'm a cutter. Oh, cool. Me too. No, not like you. Different. I just, I just paper cut. Jesus Christ. I once, this made me think of, I once saw a tattoo on a penis. Um, and it was like, like a very detailed, it was someone I was not, I was not physically in any sort of relationship with this person. They were in my second city conservatory. And so like, how hey. was this present? How did you see this? We were like telling stories and he was like, oh. I have a tattoo on my penis. And we were like, what is it? And he was like, it's a mushroom. And then it grows. I'm, get, I'm, getting, I'm getting physically sick. <laughs> That's disgusting. I know. And I was like, but no, you do not. And he was like, I will show you. And I was like, okay. All right. I call okay. it. I call it. and Put your cards out. And then out. he was like, but to really appreciate it, you have to watch it grow. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I left. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, horrified. What color was the mushroom? Red. It, it looks like... Uh, Red. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> like a Mario mushroom? <laughs> yeah, it was like a Mario mushroom, but then like the shaft had like a snake that went up, and then the tip was a... This is the most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. I was kind of impressed. Like, that takes a lot of... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't... I don't have a penis but like i assume that it's very sensitive and yeah if i was a tattoo artist and if i ran like a tattoo parlor whatever i'd be like we don't do that Mm -hmm. we're not gonna i'm not gonna make my employees wouldn't you have to stay hard that was what i was curious about. you would need to either do that or like stretch the fucking skin out so you had a consistent canvas i'm sorry but like the fucking dick flesh ain't It's not like any other part of the body. It's not... Oh, my God. I know. Was this guy cool? Was he a nice guy? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, he was nice. He was cool. Despite this bizarre choice. Um, And, like, there's a part of me that's, like, yeah, that's, like, very weird. But it's, like, I know a lot of people get tattoos to cover scars or something. Like, maybe there was... I don't know. It is a mushroom. But I'm like that. I want to forgive everyone for everything. (laughs) <laughs> it's just in my nature. It's just my, I just love too hard. <laughs> you walk around like be like bent, like beatific, like I forgive you. I forgive you. What does she you. for? Oh, I know what she forgives. <laughs> just strangers are like she doesn't know me, but she does well, me. Me, me, and, me and John have we have a pact that after we're done with the show, I'll ourselves. get a tattoo of full on my penis, and he'll get a tattoo of house on his. Why would it be <laughs> how rude? No, it's full house. On one well, side. Well, wouldn't you want the rude and not the how? Yeah. Oh, or may, I don't know. We can both Full get house. how rude tattoos. We can both get how rude tattoos. <laughs> I will never get a how rude Put tattoo. your hand out and never. take mine. John, He's not John's taking my hand, hand. You is want, like very honestly, firmly out, like thumb up. Honestly, yeah. I will agree to this because you'll never go through with it. All right. Yeah, wipe the sweat off your fucking palm. It's my God. It's not that hot. It's not nearly Physi- as hot bits as it is in your apartment. Really, really on point right now after the ins- inspiring physical bit of Bob Saget flipping over DJ's boyfriend. Actually, oh, pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. It was very impressive. When, and I think it really was Bob Saget. I don't think it was yeah, uh, yeah I think both of them. a double. Oh, yeah, it wasn't because he's in full view of like the camera. Yeah. I think it's, uh, like I said, it's probably one of those stage combat things where Saget's probably not doing much. Mm-hmm. I think Scott Wanger is probably like f- fully just in control and throwing yeah. himself over. The, the reason Danny goes to the fucking school is because DJ rebukes her father's demand and, and says... And runs away. Does she just run out of the house? Because he couldn't find her. That's why he was like, Steve, <clears throat> where is DJ? Right. And he's in his singlet and all of the other boys are in their tight singlets and they're <laughs> staring at this play that's <laughs> happening before them. <laughs> and Steve is basically like, no, I won't stop seeing DJ. And Danny's like, well, well, well. How about a match of physical strength? No, he's, boy. he's like, Mr. Tanner, I can't talk about this with you. I got to wrestle. And he's like, well, I got to talk. So he taps out the other guy. Yeah. And he's like, we'll <laughs> wrestle and talk at the same time. Yeah. He hands his jacket to a boy and says, do me a favor. Hang this up neatly and hilariously. The uh, jacket gets thrown in the laundry and, basket. And Kimmy is there. Kimmy is the towel girl for the wrestling team. Kimmy, how'd you get this job? God smiled upon me. What, what does she do? Just like walk up to the wrestlers and like... Can I dab she this towel him. on your thigh? Yeah, that's exactly what she does. Hey, Kimmy, fucking calves are wet. 
<laughs> dab, 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 tug. Why would you tug, want tug, someone tug, else? Oh, I don't get TV. No. <laughs> I, I love TV. Don't get it. It's utterly ridiculous. Well, the the most TV thing about this is the fact that Jesse goes to that fucking radio station in the first place. It's like, no, no human being in the real world would ever do that. It's like, Joey, congratulations. You're going to do this show today. Mm-hmm. Get out your totally. fucking material and do every impression that you Call fucking have in your rep. one of your other comedy friends. Do you have comedy friends? They'd be dying to come onto your radio show. They'd be dying because yeah. they were frothing at the mouth to get that job in the first place. Yeah. Oh, this shitty radio station. What a break. As they said, it wouldn't hurt to make a little money. That's how they approached this job. Uh, so Steve, finally, after all of the wrestling and DJs, uh, she appears and she's yelling. Finally, Steve is like, I cannot come between a daughter and a father. I remove myself from this calculation. How about this boy? Yeah, that's when, yeah, that's finally, Danny's like, that boy of mine. There it is. <laughs> and they have this whole talk about, there's a nugget of DJ don't lose yourself, but it really is just this idea. Oh, because v- fucking Vicky is in this. She comes oh, right, back right. from Chicago and her only reason for being here is so she can say to Danny, well, I love th- you. They love each other. Don't you love me? And Danny's like, uh, and then she goes, well, don't think. And he's like, well, you're the person I want to be with and there's no one else I want to be with. So if that's love. And then he says the one line that really brings it all together, which is, I feel like I'm in high school again. I feel like I'm a teenager. I feel like I'm a teenager. (gasps) Wait. I know a teenager. Do (laughs) my daughter. Do teenagers. Oh, from the mouths of babes. Did you did you uh, guys have like a teenage love? Because I feel mm-hmm. like my love as a teenager was so different than oh, yeah. my love now. Oh, so yeah. you you would use that word in high school? Yeah, I okay. had a boyfriend for two years, and I actually just saw him. I had a boyfriend for two years in high school. I mean, already at that age, like your hormones are just like swinging back and forth constantly. And I feel like the love one, like because love, I think is like a very chemical feeling, and I like it did be like. My brain like grew five sizes and my eyes are bulging out of my sockets. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't get that anymore. Thank God, because it was (laughs) stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Love is dumb. Um, I mean, I like love and I love passion, but like. Yeah, it's different. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I had one kind of major high school girlfriend my senior year that I was like, I love her and she loves me. Except her. Then I went to college and it didn't matter. (laughs) You both went to separate colleges? Yeah, we were only like 15 minutes away, but you know what? Just didn't pan out. (laughs) It didn't pan out. Did you pull the trigger or did did. she? Oh boy. Well, someone had to. I think she's okay. She's married now. (laughs) I think it all worked out for the best. (laughs) In fact... Two hours after I pulled the trigger, there was a ring on her finger. <laughs> I don't know what. Mine. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Wait a minute. But yeah, it is. It is that that thing of like getting swept in. Like I'm young and love is forever and love is real and totally. I feel it. And I never felt it before. I didn't have <clears throat> any relationships in high school because I was out of the closet and no one else was. So I wasn't going to be like dating anybody. Mm-hmm. So all of those like heightened sort of outsized feelings just got translated into like other things like yeah. anger. <laughs> Why be in love when you can be angry at the world? John, you're so emphatic about your opinions. It's because I'm horny <laughs> <laughs> and I can't release it. <laughs> love, patooey, I say. I was the Grinch. Patooey, you were the Grinch. As we've was. established, as we've established... Once a Grinch, always a Grinch. Mm. You said that so I sexually. in there, bomb bomblers. Some some people like a Grinch. Ooh, <laughs> criticize me. And then they'll sing, sing, sing. That's basically the whole episode, right? Like Danny and DJ like come to an agreement. Like she's gonna focus on her priorities, not get lost in some guy, and he's going to respect the fact that their relationship is based on real feeling. Even though Steve is a character that has exactly one characteristic, which is what? He loves to eat. He really does. He loves food, doesn't know how a compass works. And yeah. I don't mean, I, I, compasses to tell direction are difficult, but the pencil compass that you use to make circles, come on, bro. Have you ever been in a romantic situation where like you felt one end of it was like moving faster than the other and like you kind of had to be like, I don't know really how to like articulate it, but have you ever noticed that like, oh, maybe this is going for the other person faster than it is for me or something like that? 
I think, yes, but the, yeah, yeah, I think that happens to me a lot, actually. Uh, I think it's, I mean, it's common. Yeah, I it's hard either to be on the fall same page. really hard, and the person's like, no, I'm afraid of emotions, and I'm like, okay, I get that. Yeah, I feel the same, but I'm lying. <laughs> no, totally, <laughs> totally cool. Cool, 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 cool. Or the opposite, where someone is like, I'm really into you, and I'm like, I hurt inside. <laughs> like, I'm not ready. <laughs> you, you just say the same thing, which is, cool, 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 Have you? Have you guys? Uh, I feel like it's always been consistently, I tend to fall harder than the other person. And like, yeah, you try and like put it out there like, no, 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 I get it. Look, it's casual. But inside you're like, mm, it's not at all. <laughs> this is growing like a plant in a milk carton. Well, whatever. You're the one in the like... <laughs> Happy, healthy relationship. And I, you might be too. No, no, no. I, I was just dumped a month ago, so. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, okay. I, it's for the best. For the best. <laughs> hey, Look, right. I lit the match. I watched that bridge burn. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? It's no, tricky. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's like, some, someone just said this to me, and I was like, yeah. Like, if, you're, if you go, are going through a breakup, like, you should be going through a breakup then. You don't break up because everything's going great. In that sense, it's not like a tragedy because like, no, presumably both people will be like better off being able to like continue to grow on their own. And like totally. now you know what like does or did not work from that last experience. And presumably you would take that into your next one. Exactly. Like, oh, I definitely don't want to do these things again. Yeah. or Forget like, to keep my grades up. You know? Phoebe, your grades. I know. My history exam, I completely forgot that the Elf War was in 1925. I thought you were becoming, becoming British for a second. I know. I know. It's the only impression I can do is of Jane Austen, who uh, there is no living record of, so it works for me. Oh, Lady Buttress. <laughs> well, I, let me ask you this. Okay. Uh, if you had a radio show and you had to have some sort of like shock jock name for it or a name for yourself <laughs> okay as like your radio identity uh-huh what do you think you would go with for myself it'd probably be Catwoman, <laughs> and but it, i would say like you have yeah, a sound yeah. cue maybe oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wouldn't be like cat lady or cat you know cat, maybe cat girl Ooh, you know what i mean i, like I think like you put cat in front of a designation for some type of lady Maybe cat pussy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, type and of it lady, completely girl, changes woman, what pussy. you're talking about. Like a cat lady. I don't know. Anyways. I like cat girl. I do like that one. Cat yeah, cat girl. Cool. Pew, pew, pew. What, uh, <laughs> what music would you be like spinning for your radio listeners? Uh, it would definitely be. Have you guys ever heard of Slut Wave? No. Uh, it is, is that like a genre? Yeah, it's okay. absolutely my favorite. It's like Katy Perry, Kesha, mm -hmm. but also like Peaches and okay. um, kind of like the very sexually liberated women. Girl, but you were listening I to Kesha her. on the way here? No, 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 no. I like to rollerblade and listen to Kesha. That is like <laughs> one of my passions. What's, your, what's the top Kesha track? I, God, okay. I love the one where it's like, we are who we are. Because oh, I like yeah. doing the, the R, 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 like I'm a seal. <laughs> we are who we are. Yeah, I know that I one. just started sounding real eccentric. <laughs> is, is, is slut wave like a term that you kind of came up with, or is that a thing like in pop culture that's My pretty well known? My friend in college was a DJ for like slut wave music, and that's what oh. he called it. I don't know if it's beyond what Rob liked, like what Rob called it. I don't know. I but don't know, but that's what I call it, and it and it it does it for me. And like, how do you define like what is the definition of like that name or like? I think it's like women who are owning their sexuality. Okay. And it's like very pop pop music with like a I don't need no man, but I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah. Twist. Like I love that. I love dancing around my apartment to that. I love rollerblading that. I want to share my passion for it with everyone. When, when was the last time you rollerbladed? A week ago, I okay. rollerbladed to IO. Yeah. What uh? What brand of blades? Uh, they're the same ones that I've had since I was sixteen. Jeez. Um, yeah. I know, and so the the stop is all worn out. So to stop, I have to like hug <laughs> poles. Oh, I thought you were gonna say hug people. <laughs> hug people. Hug me. Uh, but I I figure no, I skated you. for eleven years and then played ice hockey, so oh. I can like 
I can, oh, I can blade. Okay. You can blade. I can blade. Yeah. But stopping is like a lot of like hockey stops that like roll into themselves kind right. of thing. I want to see some blade tricks. Dude, let's go to the park sometime. Okay. Brandon, I think I'll it's take, time. I'll take notes as you blade. <laughs> cool. Cool. Are you Do like you? walking? Is this what you're doing? You're walking behind her? Phoebe, wait up. <laughs> I think it might be time now for your classic question. Brandon's eyes just blew up. Oh, now they're going cross-eyed. Physical bits are alive. So catchphrases are a big thing on this TV show. So my question to you is a two-parter. Part A, did you have a catchphrase growing up? Just something you said a lot. And then part B, do you have a catchphrase now? Okay, definitely, like, in middle school, I could not stop saying, uh, whatever floats your boat. Uh, my friends hated it. They were like, that is so annoying, like, have an opinion. But I was like, I've always been kind of, like, too, like, I think easygoing to a fault or, like, unopinionated to a fault. No, I have opinions, but, like, <laughs> but like about, like, what we would do with our evening kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and so I would always say, yeah, like, whatever floats your boat. And they were like, ugh. <laughs> uh, and it took a while to like break that. Like I had to break the habit of saying it. But you always said it with like from a pure place. Like it was never. Did you ever say because you knew after a while, like your friends hated it? I think it was like reflexive uh-huh. at a certain point where it would be like, can I get that pen? And it'd be like, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> it became like, like, yeah. It's like, but can I get the pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever floats your boat. Okay, if you're sinking right now and you need the pen to plug the hole, whatever floats your boat. Like, <laughs> it's like that school teacher thing of like, can I go to the restroom? I don't know. Can, can you? you? Oh, man. May I? May I? Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Hey, if you need to take a deuce. That's your boat. Go float it. (laughs) (laughs) So that was your big thing as a kid. Yeah, like middle school. I'm trying to think of now. I don't know. I just say like hippie shit all the time. I'm trying to think of like, like I have genuinely like asked people like if they've aligned their chakras ever and if they've enjoyed it. Like if they've enjoyed it. Did you align your chakra? Did you enjoy it? Did you? Have you ever aligned it? Is that something like you, you have like a context for, like that whole field? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have aligned my chakras before. How do you do that? So there are um, like how do you do that? <laughs> like six energy centers in your body, uh, like along your spine, and you like consciously, consciously, con- consciously. I'm not going to try it again. <laughs> I haven't aligned my mouth, my, my blue chakra of my throat, oh. so my communication isn't aligned, you know? Oh. That's yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and they each have, like, uh, an emotional or physical representation. So, like, your, your mula bandha, which is, like, if you, like, grab your red chakra, which is, like, your, your crotch, yeah. uh, like, that's, like, your sexual energy. And so it's just, like, consciously... Thinking about your red these, chakra, these chakras, and you align them, and then you combine all the rainbow to become one white light. Of mm-hmm. I hate myself so much right now. No, no. <laughs> Have you recommended to people like that they should like look into it? No, 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 no. I did it out of curiosity. It is really nice, uh-huh. um, but I don't think I could like red. Recommend red. Stop grabbing your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're in a. Uh, I feel like most of the improv community would like bulk or yeah. turn it into some sort of thing. So I can understand mm-hmm. like why you wouldn't necessarily like bring that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But like I like to meditate, <clears throat> and it's basically just a different form of meditation. Sometimes I feel like you just a lot of people that. meditate. Like yeah, I don't know why. Maybe there's just more science that's been takes done. more thinking. Yeah, people don't like thinking. Don't think. Don't think. Feel. Feel. Don't think. Love. Love, I love. Oh, when I don't think about anything, I love. But I have this whole expra- Excel. Uh, <clears throat> really got all that my blue. Chakra. That blue chakra. energy. <laughs> that energy. Uh, down, down. That's your talking chakra. Phoebe, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Is there anything? Oh my God, are we out of our fucking minds? We can't get to that part of the show unless we pass out some common awards for woofworthy fashion. Woof! Woof. You take one week off and suddenly it's all higgledy piggledy. (laughs) 
<laughs> oink, oink. Oink, oink. Full These on. are the awards that go to the individuals with the worst sense of fashion. Phoebe, do you know who you would give your award to? I'm torn because... I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> lying on the floor. <laughs> yep. Something about being naked. Um, oh, okay. So I think it's going to end up going to DJ for like her very hipster outfit. Like... Her blouse was buttoned all the way to the top button. Is this the peach one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She had mom jeans on with, like, a thick leather belt and thick, like, pre-Doc Martin Doc Martens. And that color was big on that big. blouse. It, like, went all the way, like, into the shoulder, shoulder blade. Yeah. Ooh, brother. Uh, extra protection. From what? You know, let's just lie. Feel free to uh, woof with us in this moment. Woof, I think I'm going to have to give it to Steve's really bizarre shirt that he's wearing during homework boxer. time. Yeah. Uh, it's this button-up that kind of gives the impression that he's wearing like a jacket. It's so big. It looks like an extra layer. And it's just got these big stripes on the sleeves, and they both say boxer. And there's a lot of colors and different stripes and stuff. It's not great. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give it to um, uh, I'll, I'll give it to the twins. Uh, they had this like crazy inverse uh, outfit that was like suspenders, but the suspenders were the different color of whatever the other child was wearing. So it was like it was like red and yellow, and then yellow and red. I know the podcast like has to end at some point, but I do Never. have a question. Like oh. because they have twins now. <laughs> and they have the twins, the, twins, <laughs> yes. the Mary Kate and Ashley twins. Are there more, is, are they like triplets, quadruplets? Like how do they negotiate the time contracts of those babies? Of when you say Becky's triplets kids? or quadruplets, yeah. what do you mean? You mean, I mean, are there two spares that they swap out just like they swap out Michelle because they exactly. have a spare? No, Nikki and Alex, I think, are just like, you get both of them on camera. I've never seen them in context of the show like by themselves. They're always a pair on camera. So I think it's like you probably have as much time to work with them as you do with uh, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like, though, I don't think there's anybody that. So, yeah, you got to get those shots right the first time. Ugh. And they're making them do things. Like, they're making them do that uh oh mm-hmm. thing over and over again. And I'm like, maybe just let them be fucking babies. Because I, I know you thought that this was going to be like the next level of the show, but don't push it. As Danny says, Hey, DJ, remember when I taught you how to drive? And Don't you, go too fast. Yeah, you put your foot on the gas, and I said, hey, this is like fucking... <laughs> pump those brakes. Yeah, pump you pump brakes. them rhythmically. You take your time putting on that condom and make sure it's on yeah. real good. Put on your seatbelt. If your back seat is <laughs> wet, yeah, yeah, yeah. that means you have leakage, and you need to take it to a mech. A what? Mech. A mechanic. <laughs> trip, trip. <laughs> trip, trip. Phoebe. <laughs> Would you like to promote anything that's coming up? This will come out Plurps. on Monday. Sure, yeah. I have a Devil's Daughter show on the 16th. Uh, that is my team at I.O. We're, we're just a super fun, great group of kids. They're great. So. <laughs> uh, you also have a show coming out. Right. Uh, yes. Improvised Legends of the Hidden Temple. Fuck yeah. It is a two-night only <laughs> uh, run. So it's July 18th. And then I believe August... Second. Second, both at 9.30. That's at stage 773. It's part of the Star Kid late night season. Okay. So if you go online and you search for Improvised Legends of the Hidden Temple, you can get tickets in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon is in it. He will be playing one of the children. And uh, We have an Olmec puppet as ooh, well. Yeah, very cool. Um, and I, I haven't plugged this in a while, but uh, I have a, a two-person show every Thursday uh, with former guest Nico Carter. Uh, we're called Shrink Raid. Come out to I.O. on Thursday nights at 8.30 and check us out. They're great. Yeah. I saw Thanks, it recently. Susie. It was very fun. Oh, you yeah. can listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. There. It wasn't It wasn't with Devil's Daughter, though. You were no, I was sitting, sitting. I was sitting in with a different team. Cool. You can listen to the show in a variety of ways. If you're listening through iTunes and you haven't found us in the iTunes store to give us a five-star review, please do so. You can stream through <laughs> Stitcher or howrudepodcast.labsyn.com. Again, you can't get all of the uh, episodes through iTunes anymore. It's starting to archive. So if you want to listen to, I want to say, like the first five, go to that Libsyn site and stream those. The Facebook page, of course, find us on there, hrpodcast.tumblr.com. That's where you'll find supplementals. I need to get back on that. I haven't actually, for the last couple, haven't been posting supplementals. Shame. Shame, Shame. on shame. me. Shame. Bad shame. Oh, my God, you guys. Game of Thrones, shame. right? Shame, shame, shame. Shame, shame, shame. That, this season, woo! 
Huh. Mama, Mama Kane. Salty. Good stuff. <laughs> you can send us emails at thehurriedpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Twitter. Brandon, what is your handle? At BWE Shock. Mine is J O N P E R N I S E K. Mine is at S Breaker. I'm going to spell it for you though, BBs. Okay, ready? It's at S B R A K E R. Yeah, get that extra E out of there, out of your I brain. Know. Screw that E. This is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. Mm-hmm. I will say, and we'll see you next time on. And then together we will say the phrase, how rude. Brandon, It's we've had a week off. I can't wait to see what kind of fun little bit you do. I've just missed, I missed you, buddy. <laughs> I missed you. I missed yelling at you and poking <laughs> you while you talk and making you uncomfortable sexually. <laughs> Brandon? Check, check, check. <laughs> Uh, I'm Brandon Shockney. Uh, I am John Pernasek. And I am Phoebe Stonebreaker. And we will see you next time on... How Welcome How back rude. to WBEZ's Full Hog with Shocker and the Grinch. <laughs> How you doing today, Grinch? <laughs> yeah, we got some tunes for you. A brand new song from Slut Wave. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I just want to have all the dick in the world. And that was Dick in the World. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. If you need life insurance, please sign up for our life insurance now. I'm dying. If you're like Brandon and you need life insurance, go to lifeinsurance.com backslash Brandon to donate to his life insurance fund. <laughs> And we're back! (laughs) 